Welcome to The Melanated Way. I'm your host, Linda Entwi. We have an exclusive. We want to talk to this lady so very much. Exclusive with Jojo, a.k.a. Sissy from 90 Day Fiance. Welcome, Jojo. Hi. How are you? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for being here and just kind of, we all have questions and you have answers because you are Jojo. So I kind of want to just jump right into it. So it started with a Instagram post where you post, it's been almost two months since I decided to part ways with my bestie. This was a very hard decision for me. People change, dot, dot, dot. So I knew in my heart it was time to move on, but I wish her all the best. I hope everyone is understanding. I just really felt the need to put out there since everyone has been messaging me on Instagram and Facebook and asking a lot of questions about our friendship and etc. I'm not the kind of person to ignore my friends because I think of each and every one of you as my friend and knowing every one of you takes the time to message me such positive and supporting words. Hopefully this will answer a lot of your questions, your friend Jojo. So Jojo, what prompted this? What prompted the end of your friendship with Angela? Well, we had a fallout in Las Vegas. So um, it got so bad to where I just said, you know what? I can't take it anymore. And um, I decided to post that because, like I said on the, on the post, that a lot of people were messaging me and asking me why did I take all the pictures down of me and Angela and videos that we had together on Instagram and Facebook. So I decided to go ahead and put that out to all my Instagram friends. I didn't know it was gonna go crazy like that, but. Go viral? Yeah, it, it was meant just for, for, for my friends and family since everybody kept asking me so I just thought that would be easier instead of messaging so many people, which I did. Um, I have so many people out there that can vouch for me that I answered every single one's message wow. on Facebook and Instagram. Now, so, what brought you to Vegas? So can you take us back to, to the Vegas days? Like what brought you there? Yeah. Um, well, Angela had um, called me and said that um, she wanted me to fly out to Vegas um, uh, to celebrate my birthday because she wasn't going to be able to see me in August. And I told her, OK, I'll let you know. And then she called me back. She says, I need to know. I need to know. So um, I end up telling her, OK, that I would go. So I booked a flight for that. I think it was on a Friday. Um, but my cat got hurt. So I had to take him to the, to the emergency and then I canceled it. And then she's like, no, 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 come on, come on. Me and Debbie are waiting for you. But I didn't know, I didn't know Debbie was going. I didn't know anything. I just knew we were going to be down there for my birthday. Cause we always like fly out places together. Mm -hmm. um, so I caught the later flight and I ended up flying out there and Debbie um, took Angela to pick me up at the, airport um so basically that's what it was supposed to be about and then it turned into something else that ended your friendship <sighs> yes um it was it turned out that i don't think her intentions were ever to celebrate my birthday i think her intentions were to celebrate someone else's birthday and not mine so that's where debbie falls in the picture um I guess she needed Debbie to be able to go to that other birthday party. Mm. It's, it's, it's a big old mess. Um, it's a big old mess, but um, so we ended up going and celebrating someone else's birthday 
instead of mine. And y'all can see where she posted pictures about that. Mm -hmm. and, um, she posted a, a lot of pictures of the other person's birthday party, but she excluded me from all the pictures. Mm. And why do you think that is? She does that a lot. She doesn't, I guess she doesn't want to put me out there, which is fine, you know, but I wish she could have just had pictures of us because, you know, we're best friends and, you know, I just thought she would have wanted to have, you know, pictures with me. I'm the one that had to tell her, hey, we should post a picture or something, but which we only posted uh, one picture together the whole time that we were there. I did see a video. Um, it looked like you guys were walking through a mall with uh, security and it yeah. was you and Debbie and Angela. That that video kind of went viral. I, I did see that. So that was when you guys just arrived or when you just arrived to Vegas? Uh, that was the next day. Yeah, that was the next day. The next day. Yeah. And we went to the mall. We were just joking around. Okay. And, um, you know, I just wanted her to feel like lucky for the day and, you know, just make it fun. And there was security guards like talking to us and like, hey, let's do a quick little video. But I didn't know it was going to go like that. I'm, I like I posted it. So I'm like, OK, I don't have that many followers or nothing. I wasn't worried about it just for me and for her. I didn't again. I didn't think anything would go um, crazy like that. Well, you know, the 90 day fandom is huge, right? So many people love the show. Um, let's let's come back to Vegas. Let's talk about how did you get involved with the whole 90 day show? And did you know that the show was as big as it is? I did not know the show uh, was as big as it is. And I didn't know it was going to get this big either. Um, Angela had asked me plenty of times to be on the show, but I never wanted to be on the show. But it got to the point where she really needed me to get on the show. And, you know, she asked me, the producers asked me, hey, you know, you're her friend. You got to, you know, help her out and show some support. And I kind of felt obligated as her best friend to do that for her, you know, mm -hmm. the show needs to go on. And um, Michael asked me, too, if I could, you know, please go down there and, you know, be the witness and. I basically did it uh, for support also because I knew she needed she needed this. And so when you say she needed this, can you elaborate on that? Like what why did she need you to be the friend on the show? Well, um, Angela, she doesn't she really doesn't have any friends at all. And I was her best friend. So um she needed it, you know, I guess as a storyline now, now that I see it, that's how I see it now. I think, you know, like I said, the show needed to go on. So she needed me for that. Okay. That's so you, so the persona um, that we've seen on the show is that you're like the best friend. She calls you sissy. Like you guys are sisters. You were so close and we see you on the show as the friend that supports her is there whenever she needs uh, you. So you right. went, flew down to Nigeria to be the witness that, that they needed uh, for their wedding uh, between her and Michael. And then when she came to Los Angeles and was getting surgery, you were there to help nurse her back to health. So we kind of see you as, you know, the, the good best friend, at least that's what the fandom is saying. Um, so they were all shocked, myself included, when we saw that post where, where it said that, you know, you're no longer friends, you haven't been friends for a few months, and this all dates back to a fight that happened in Vegas, which I feel like we need to probably delve into a little bit because, you know, best friends have fight all the time. What made this one so serious that it broke a friendship? Okay, well, everyone knows how her... Um personality is and her attitude. Um, Angela never really disrespected me too much. Uh, we had a fallout before in New York and um, 
she threw me out of the room in New York also. So that was one red flag. But, you know, I still forgave her because I'm like, look, she was going through a lot at the time. I always try to give people the benefit of the doubt. So I was like, I just slipped it off my shoulder and I'm like, you know what? It's okay. We'll, we'll work. We'll work. We'll work out with this problem and I'll forgive her and we'll just continue to be friends and, you know, go from there. And um, this fallout with in Vegas was just unacceptable. Like, um, we were supposed to head out to get tickets for an Usher concert, right? She had all day been trying to buy tickets, but for some reason she wasn't able to get the tickets. She had all these problems with their card and she went to concierge and they told her to try to do it on a computer. So she went up to use her iPad. It didn't go through there either. So Debbie suggested that we just go to, I guess, the box office where they actually sell them in person. And uh, Debbie said it was just literally like a five minute walk or we could drive and we'd be there right away. So Angela's like, okay, let's do that. So on our way out to walk out to go, there's a little bar right before you exit the, the Cosmo. And um, she started talking with, you know, fans and stuff like that. And um she told them to you know say hi to debbie she of course always excludes me which i didn't care it didn't bother me and um debbie's actually the one that said oh and here's jojo and they all said you know hi to me too and everything like that and taking pictures and they started offering her drinks so she started drinking she had already been drinking before this uh when she went up to the room to try to buy tickets um she had already been drinking. She came down with a big old drink. Uh, and um, so she was, you know, she had already been drinking. So they um, bought her some drinks. She continued to drink some more. And um, she was talking to this one young girl and told this girl to come ask me a question. So the girl comes in and asks me, she's like, hey, um, how do you how do you know Debbie? Like, where did you meet Debbie from? And I was just joking around because this is a young girl. She looked like she was like 20, 21. And I joked and I'm like, hey, you know, everybody knows who Debbie is, you know, like from 90 Day. Mm -hmm. And I go, but I met her through through Angela. And um, Angela, I guess she was paying attention to what I was going to say. And she just started lashing out. You know, she started lashing out, you know, um, that I was a, you know, freaking liar. And that, you know, if it wasn't because of me, you would have never met Debbie, bitch. And she just cussed me out. And then Debbie put a stop to her. Debbie turned around and told her, well, she met me the same day you did. So I don't know what you're talking about. So Debbie defended me that day. And um, she got all mad when Debbie lashed out. So she took off with that whole crowd. It was like 15 of them, I think. And we figured that she was going to go outside to smoke a cigarette, right? Um, she only took her phone with her. So we just figured she was going to go smoke a cigarette. She had left her cigarettes and lighter with, uh, and, and with Debbie. And um, that's what we thought. But then one hour goes by, two, three, four hours. And I'm over here calling her because now I'm getting worried. And I'm calling and I'm leaving her messages. I even have the messages on my phone. Hey, sissy, are you okay? Like, what's going on? You know, I'm just worried. So I get so worried that now it's like almost midnight or around midnight. And so I call her daughter and I'm like, hey, have you talked to your mom? I'm really worried. And um, she said, no. And I go, well, can you call her to check on her to see if she's okay? She says, sure, don't worry, Aunt Joe. And I'm like, okay. So she calls her. She's like, she's okay. She took off with a whole bunch of friends. And I said, okay. And then 10 minutes later, Angela calls me and she's like, who the fuck do you think you are to be calling my daughter? And, um, you know, she was drunk. So, you know, I just, I'm like, okay, whatever. She's drunk. And I'm like, cause I'm worried about you. And I always call your kids. So what's the problem? She's like, F you, F you. And she goes, 
you need to get my, you need to get your shit out of my, my um, room or else I'm going to call the cops and tell the cops you stole my wallet. If you don't get out, bitch, in five minutes. Now, so when someone's going to, you know, accuse you of something like that, um, when it's not true, and she didn't have to do all that. She could have just said, you know, I want you out of my room or I'm mad at you or whatever, and that's it. But for you to go and accuse somebody like that, and then I'm like, oh, my God, and I'm like, she's she's crazy, you know, like, who does that? And, and again, I still try to give her the benefit of the doubt she's drunk, you know, so I'm like, okay. So Debbie's like, you know what? I have a really bad feeling. Um, I think you should get your stuff out the room and you can come stay with me and Colt. And she talked to Colt and Colt said that was fine that, you know, yeah, to bring me to come stay over there with, with them, with all of them. And um, so we left and we were leaving and on our way um, to driving off, um, my phone was messing up a little bit. So I really couldn't hear. So the only way to hear was to put her, put anybody on speaker. So I get another call from Angela and she's slurring and drunk. And she's like, where's my wallet, bitch? Where's my wallet? And what are you talking about? What are you talking? And she's like, where are you have my wallet? And I'm like, I'm like, no, I don't. And um, she's like, well, check your, check your freaking bag and blah, 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 blah. Cause she loses everything. She had a little wallet like this, that everybody knows that she loses everything. So I look at my bag and I see the little wallet. So I tell her, don't worry, I'll, we're gonna turn all the way back and we'll drop it off, don't worry. Cause all she carries is one, one card and one um, ID, that's all she carries. But she needs that for everywhere. She's already lost it in California at Target and she, she's lost that thing a hundred times. I'm surprised she's even ever found it. But so we turn back and um, I go back up to the room put it in there and leave the key and leave the wallet right there. And then we leave and then Debbie's like, oh shit, I have her cigarettes and her lighters. So <laughs> she doesn't cause any problems with that. She also left cigarettes and lighter in Debbie's car too. So, so I, I stayed at Debbie's and the next morning, Debbie um, takes me to the airport, but it didn't end there. It didn't. What happened? Well, right before I get on my flight, Angela calls me and I answer because again, like, you know, that's your friend. Looks like we lost her. Let's just hold and see. Uh, there she is. Okay. You're back. I don't know what happened. No worries. So, um, I get to the airport and um, like I said, she calls me and I answer because I'm like, okay, now hopefully she's sober and she's going to apologize. But no, um, she calls me and cusses me out. I honestly think she was still drunk. Like you could tell her she was so like you could tell she was slurring. And I don't know if she stayed up partying with people that night till the morning um, I don't know, but she still sound drunk and, um, she's like, uh, fuck you. I can't believe you went and stayed it with Debbie and, and I hate you and all this kind of crap. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You're the one that took off with everybody. You're the one that kicked me out of the room. She's like, F you, F you. And you better not be putting my name out there. She's like, She's like, you wish you were a celebrity. You wish this. You wish you were me, bitch. And I'm like, you know, I never wanted to be on the show. You're the one that asked me, I don't know how many times to be on the show. And I said, no, 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 no. And I'm like, so don't even come, come to me with that crap. And I hung up on her. And then she started texting me stuff. What kind of stuff? She was just um, telling me that I was a nobody and everybody hates me and just stuff like that. I'll sue you and all kinds of stuff. I'm like, 
whatever. And so Jojo, where do you think this animosity stems from? Was it something that was building up over time or was the Vegas just like an anomaly? Like where, cause it seems to me that it's like lashing out from the story you're saying, it seems like it's just lashing out of nowhere. Where, where do you think that animosity is coming from? Um, I started noticing she started changing um, when she started getting a lot of followers. Hmm. And I would be like, I'm like, well, what does that mean? And because I didn't have Instagram at that time or and, and I don't have TikTok or Twitter, Twitter, nothing like that. So I'm like, what does that mean? Um, she's like a, a, a lot of people, you know, uh, follow me. And once you get so many followers, like you get paid and I'm like, oh, that's cool. I know what it meant. So I'm like, that's cool. And, and then she would call me back 10 minutes later. Oh my God, I just got up to so many thousand and so many thousand. I'm like, cool, cool. We were all here like cheering her on. I'm like, that's awesome, sissy. And I go, but listen, don't forget to stay humble. Like, Don't ever change. Like, I'm proud of you, you know, that you've gone this far because I know this is what you really, really wanted. And I'm glad you made it this far. But, you know, just remember just how God gives us everything one day. He can easily take it away the next. I'm like, so stay humble, keep praying. And we would pray together and stuff like that. And she didn't, she didn't want to do it no more. She was just, she just changed. And then when she got the surgery, it just got even worse. So um, do you think that the fame, the 90 day fame has gotten to her head? Definitely. And then do you think that um, this kind of physical transformation that she's gone through has also gotten to her head? Yes, definitely. Like um, it really has. And um, it's sad because you would think that she went through all these surgeries to look a certain way and feel a certain way. She says it was for her, for, for her health, but if it was for her health, she'd stop smoking mm. and she wouldn't, she still doesn't stop smoking. Like she still smokes. So um, you would try to do a little bit of everything, you know, and then she started, you know, drinking more and stuff like that and partying more, which is fine. Like she's trying to live her life, you know, um, she's trying to live her life. You know, that's the only thing I can think of, but it's just sad that she would let all of this get to her head like that, you know? And she, she says, she always would tell me, um, she's like, um, I'll never let it get to my head. I'm always going to be the same person. And she's not the person I met. So did it take, because, you know, from the show, we see that you guys were like best friends. Did it take a lot of soul searching? What was the breaking point for you when you said, I can no longer be friends with this person? I started to notice that she would go some months without talking to me. She would ghost me um, and stuff like that, which is fine. I'm like, everybody, everybody has a life. I'm busy. I know she's busy, but it was kind of different because in the beginning, she'd call me 24 seven, even when she was working. In the um, beginning of 90 we days friends. when it first started? We were really friends. Like when we started to be friends, it was like, we talked every day for a few years, like literally every single day and night. And then of course, you know, it goes down. Cause like I said, everybody has a life. She started to film more this and this and that. So it's understandable. But um, I noticed that she only called me when she needed me. Um, so if she needed me to fly down there um, for something or um, fly down there for something else, I'd go down there, you know, and um, then I'd come back and then she didn't talk to me again for a month or two again. And um, I, what I feel what she does is she picks arguments. She starts crap just so, you know, she doesn't have to talk to me. And then when she needs me, she calls me back. I think, honestly, I felt like she used me. 
now that I think about it, like the more I think about it, maybe not so in the beginning, mm-hmm. but I think later on she did. So like, she was using you for... Because what? she didn't have anybody else. Like if um, she had to go, um, like for example, she had to do the US uh, magazine shoot. She was calling me and calling me to go down there because she needed someone to um, homeschool the kids for, for all those days and drive her daughter to the hospital um, to get her treatments. And um, so I flew down there just for that so she could do the US magazine. And she also did, you know, podcast interviews too. Um, so I went down there for that to help her with that. And then I flew back. So you're, you're talking about that Us Weekly spread where she showed her new no, no, no. Um No, no, no. It was like a photo shoot, a US, I guess US magazine where she was wearing the blue shirt with the jeans and then the red yeah, dress. Yeah. So it is, it is, it's Us Weekly. Us um, Weekly. Yeah, okay. Us Weekly. So you flew down to Atlanta to homeschool all the grandkids? I flew to Georgia. Yeah. They had to do, because you know COVID and everything, so yeah. they had to do a little bit of work from school. I mean, yeah. from home. So I went and did, um, you know, help with that. You know, help cook, clean, and and just to help her out. Because, you know, work was slow that week. So I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I can go. I'm like, let me see how it goes. And if it goes okay, I'll go ahead and go. So it was okay. So she went ahead and booked, said okay to us. And I flew down there and she went and picked me up. Uh, so you've flown to Nigeria to be her witness to her getting um, married to Michael. You've flown to uh, Los Angeles to help her get surgery. You've flown to uh, Georgia to help homeschool her grandkids. And take her daughter to the hospital. And take her daughter to the hospital. Her, well, the clinic or whatever you call it over wow. there. Wow. And um, yeah, and I've we I've driven we've driven down there. Me and my husband we've driven down there too, just you know to to spend time with them and stuff like that. Also to visit. Now, are you close? Were you close to her grandkids and her daughters and all of that? Were you close to them? Very. And I think that's what hurts the most because every time me and her would get in an argument, she would have her daughters and kids block me. Her daughters and grandkids like block me from everything. And um, yeah, like, yeah, it's hard because we we all grew really close to each other. And, um, you know, it, it's hard because you would think, okay, well, she's mad at me. Why would she have her um, kids stop talking to me? You know, but I know they're going to have to listen to what she says and right. the bottom point. So, right. Um, I, I'm going to pop this on the stream here. Uh, the last few days, uh, Angela has been going live on her TikTok and really saying a lot of things about you saying that you're a liar, uh, that you're a user, that the truth is going to come out. Um, maybe I'll play this clip. And you can respond to it. Listen, Michael, listen, babe. You're broke. You use JoJo. <laughs> listen. Listen. You don't want this. You don't want this. JoJo's a bitch war liar. I'm going to say that one time. And that's the last time you hear it. A bitch war freaking liar. JoJo got paid for everything she done. She harassed TLC constantly. Did she not, honey? Absolutely. So get your facts straight and don't come on our lives. We want positive energy. We don't want psychotic. We don't want psychotic. Positive energy all day. If you only know what she says. Matter of fact, I'm going to blast this girl. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, Michael. We're going to blast this girl that said that. You know nothing. Get the hell off our page. We love you guys. I'm going to, um, yeah. I used Jojo. Jojo used y'all. Yes. 
I don't speak about her, but you're going to keep on bringing it to our attention. Me and Michael don't give a damn about JoJo. JoJo, jo, let, let, let me speak on it real quick, Michael. Real quick, baby. Okay. Every time JoJo was supposed to go, Nigeria, supposed to stay a week. She stayed two days. California, my surgery, supposed to stay a week. She stayed what, honey? Two days. Filming. Shame on y'all to believe such absurd shit. Shame on you. Shame on you. But, you know, the devil walks strong nowadays. And I'm a God believer. God bless you. God bless you, Jojo. God bless you. God bless you. What is your response to all of that? So she's basically saying that you are the one that used her. Uh, she's saying that uh, you're a habitual liar. And she's saying that every time you flew out, you only flew out to um, film. So she's alleging that you were using her to get on TV. What What is your response to all of that? Well, I don't have no reason to be on TV because I own two businesses here in Texas, for one thing, that I lose more money going to film. TLC did pay me but they don't pay nothing. Like, why would I want to leave my business um, to go make nothing? I did it to help her so she could have a storyline. You know, that's what I did. Hold on. And um, another thing, what am I lying about? Like, she never says, what am I lying about? If you're going to accuse me of lying, say what I'm lying about. Like, you can't accuse somebody of lying, what am I lying about? Mm. And, you know, and um, another thing, I don't have to harass anybody for anything. Mm. You know, I have no need for that. You know, and another thing, I wasn't in Nigeria only two days and I wasn't in California for two days. I sent, um, I even have proof. I have, you know, airfare tickets to show how long I was there. You know, but, you know, even though I have the proof of everything to back myself up, it shouldn't matter um, how long I was there because my intentions were good. Um, my intentions were to go help her. And, um, you know, she's saying about, uh, she's telling everybody I, that I said I didn't get paid for that. I never, ever told anybody that I never got paid for, for going anywhere. She gets paid for filming. TLC gets paid for, for it. So why shouldn't I, you know? Absolutely. I, I understand. Well, that. So free, why would I work for free over there when I have, when I, when I make money over here, just, you know, like if she wants to, to say stuff about me or bash me, she needs to, she needs to show some proof. If she's going to say this, 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 this about me, Tell her to show some proof about it. Don't just go and call somebody a liar for no reason. You know, you don't do that. I uh, have your ticket receipt um, showing that you flew in August 19th and mm -hmm. um, we're flying out August 23rd. So right there, it shows that's more than two days. Um, so. Yeah, so I have no reason to lie. And I don't even know why she would even say that. Like, that doesn't even make sense. Like, um, what matter? What does it matter? Like, yeah, I, I, I went down there to California to take care of her, not get filmed. They told me to film literally the day before I was flying down there. Mm -hmm. And um, again, I, I did it for her, but I would have wished I would have never gotten filmed. I, I just wanted to take care of her and then come back. I didn't want to film, like, I don't like it. I'm not a TV person and I'm not using her for anything because if that was true, I'd still try to be, stay friends with her mm -hmm. and continue to be on the show. Mm. I don't need the show. I don't need to be on any show. That's not me. I don't, I don't like filming. I don't like it. 
I'm not trying to get followers. I'm not trying to do this. She's putting herself out there to stay relevant. I don't need to do that because guess what? I have two businesses that can back me up. I don't need TV. Mm. I don't need that. It's not me. Now, I'm going to ask you a very direct question and you can uh, decide to answer it or not answer it um, because people can get funny style with this. But do you feel Angela used you for money at all at any point in your friendship? <sighs> you know, um, I look at it like this. When you're friends with somebody, um, it doesn't hurt you to pay for stuff. And um, I loved her like a sister. I still love her. I don't, um, I'm, I'm always gonna love her because I remember the old, the old her. And um, those feelings just don't go away like that, like that quick. Um, it's just, like I said, she changed. But yeah, going back to that question, um, she was like a sister to me. So it didn't bother me to pay for things. And um, she always would provide the hotel if, if TLC paid for it or whatever. I never. Oh, we lost her. I think she had a bad connection. Um, let's wait for her to come back on. Um, this is a very interesting interview thus far, you guys. A lot of different points of view. What I've been seeing this week is um, Angela having her point of view on TikTok, saying a lot of things about JoJo. Um, and I guess it's going to be up to us as viewers, as fans of the show, to decide what we believe or what we don't believe. Um, it's unfortunate, though, that... Uh, friendship and a best friend's at that. It's hard to lose a best friend, especially with someone that you've been so close to uh, for, you know, many years. It's, it's unfortunate that it has come to this. And, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. There's so many moving parts and there's so many, there's so many things to this story. Um, and we only know what we've seen on TV and what we hear from both parties. So we're hearing something completely different from Angela uh, via her TikToks. Um, and this is the first that Jojo has spoken out um, about this situation. And I thought it was very important to make sure that we heard the other side because you know they always say that there's three sides to a story. One's his side, his side, and the other side, her side, her side her side, his side, whatever, you know, this person's side, this person's side, and then the truth. So I don't know, you guys, what are you, what are you thinking? Let me know um, in comments, you know, DM me, let me know what you think about what's been going on so far um, with this friendship, because at the end of the day, it is really hard to lose a friend. And it must be even harder to lose a friend when you're on an international or on international display. Uh, I think we have Jojo back, so let's pop her back on. Hey. Sorry about that, I don't know no what problem. happened. No problem. So I was just saying um, that it's hard. It's hard to lose a best friend. It's hard to lose someone that's in your life for such an extended period of time and that's someone that you're close to. And I said that it has to be harder to do that on an international level where you know the whole world is watching. Right. And then I also said that there's this is such a huge story and kind of hard story to understand and wrap your mind around because, you know, Angela, we're seeing what Angela is saying on TikTok and she's been saying it for a few days now this week. And this is the first time you've spoke out publicly about um, your friendship and and it coming to a close. And it, it's got to be hard because there's feelings involved, right? And yeah, someone that you used to be close with. And I, I just think that it must be hard to lose a best friend. It, it is because, you know, um, my intentions of putting that post were never to offend her. And I guess it really did, you know, offend her a lot. Um, 
But it sounds to me from your story, Jojo, and what you've been saying thus far is that there was animosity building up already, right? So yeah, I mean, but I just think after that post, it just really, really like that was the breaking point for her. Yeah, I think she didn't like that because um, she did mention it. Well, she didn't like how I went public on it. But how could I talk to her about it? She blocked me from everything when I'm the one that should be mad at her. I'm the one should have blocked her. I'm the one that should have. She's the one that treated me like crap. I didn't treat her like crap at all over there at all. I didn't do anything to her. If you, I just wish people would ask her what went down in Vegas. And there's other stuff that went down in Vegas that I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say because there's some things that even though we're not friends anymore, that you just don't say, mm. you know, and um, I'm not trying to bash her like that for me to even go and, and add that other stuff in, in this. But um, I just, it was, it's just a lot of things, but um, yeah, I just think that um, she got really mad once I, I put it public. Like that was her breaking point. She got mad because I put it public and then she got mad because of the live. But again, I'm having all these people message me. I'm not used to all this stuff. So I can't answer to every single one, everything that happened, you know, like, and they deserve to know because like I said, everybody takes their time to support me and message me and out of their time of the day and out of respect for everybody. Um, I, I answered them back, you know, and I just felt that the live would be, um, the way to do it. And people asked me questions and I, and I answered them just like I'm answering them, you know, with you. Now, do you think that part of the reason that you think that, uh, that post was her breaking point is because in the comments, uh, Debbie comes to your defense and we find out a little bit later that Debbie's also allegedly ended her friendship with Angela as well. Now, if we take it back to Vegas, it's my understanding that they had not met in, in real life until that Vegas trip. Is that correct? Um, I think they crossed each other in maybe like a, maybe like a tell all or something in the past, but they never like talked to each other. Okay. Um, that's what I think. Um, You'd have to ask Debbie that question, but right. that's right. what I think. Right. Um, but to hang out, yeah, I think it was that day that they actually like talked and hung out with each other. Like, I think they talked to each other a few times before the Vegas trip over the phone, but I'm not too sure. I was kind of shocked about it too when Angela told me that, um, uh, that Angela told me that um, Debbie was going to be there. So. Now, uh, so on that post on Instagram, uh, in the comments, Debbie did kind of come to your defense or at least supported you and supported your choice of uh, ending the friendship. And so do you think that, in your opinion, do you think that that's something that maybe Angela saw and was upset about as well? Because it sounds like when I take it back to what you said earlier about being in Vegas and her sending that 20-something over to you to ask how you knew Debbie, do you think that could have been a, a point of contention? Like she didn't want you around maybe like her 90-day people. Like she didn't consider you part of that 90-day family. Angela was just jealous, period. Like we had other uh, mutual and a couple of mutual friends that uh, we had and um, they don't talk to me anymore because basically she told them to unfriend me and um, take me off of all social media. If not, she wasn't going to associate with them anymore. Mm. So, you know, I wouldn't do that to somebody if, you know, I'm pretty sure I have a lot of friends that follow me and follow her and I'm okay with people following her. Like, there's nothing wrong with um, her having people following her that 
I'm sure some of my family probably follows her. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I don't wish her any bad or any less on the show or anything. Like, you know, she's trying to work hard to get where she wants to get and make herself relevant. And um, she's doing anything she can to put herself out there, which, you know, I understand. I, I don't know if I, other people do that to try to move their way up in, in, on t in TV. I don't know, but um, I guess she's got to do what she's got to do to pay bills. You know what I mean? I don't have to worry about that gotcha. at all. I have gotcha. Now, why do you think that she has kind of, uh, you know, and I'm going to say allegedly, but I have seen some of the TikToks have gone on TikTok so much to talk about you and to say negative things. Um, why do you think, think she's doing that? I think because a lot of people keep asking her about me mm -hmm. and where's, you know, I've seen it too, where they're like, where's Jojo? How's Jojo? We miss Jojo, like stuff. And I think she's getting aggravated that I get so much positive attention. Mm. And, um, but I think that that's what aggravates her, mm. that she never, she would always get mad at me for talking to everybody. And I just like to be friends with everybody. Anywhere I go, I like to be friends, you know? Yeah. And um, that's just me. I, I, I have friends, like I said, since I was five years old, and we're all still friends till this day, you know? Yeah. And um, yeah, so I just think that, that's what that's what what upsets her is that I get a lot of positive um, response from people. Yeah, and that's I, me. you know, this is how I am, and that's how she is. And if she likes herself that way, then that's fine. But I like myself this way. You know, I gotta I gotta set a good example for my children and my grandchildren, and um, you know, for my husband and for myself. Um, I don't want people to look at me bad. I don't want, I don't want um, one day I'm not here anymore and people say all these bad things about me or remember me this kind of way. I want to leave some kind of positive remark on somebody. Mm -hmm. you know? I understand what you're saying. Absolutely. Um, it has been said um, a lot on the 90 day fandom that um, people either love Angela or they don't like her. And it's, it's, become more polarizing as the years have gone on and a lot of people do not appreciate how she talks to michael mm -hmm. um uh and you know the tell-all the the latest tell-all where there was like screaming matches and in all the tell-alls there's always been from what the fans are saying um a lot of bullying on her part like bullying avery and bullying um uh, John's wife, I can't think of her name right now, um, but always someone to attack. Rachel, that's her name, Rachel. Always someone to attack on the tell-alls. And then this final tell-all where she walked off, even Sean Robinson said, you know, something seemed different about this time. Like you just really got very angry. And I guess my question to you is, has her purse, is it, is it all for TV, her being so verbally mean no that's just the way she is mm. like I guess I tolerated it because I was more patient mm. and it didn't it didn't bother me because it wasn't towards me mm. so it just it just I'm like that's the way she is like everybody has their own personality so but that's the way she is mm. you know Interesting. That's how she is all the time. <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah. So if you had to do it again, would you not get involved in the whole 90 day world or would you still have done the show to support your friend? I tried the first time to completely stay out of it. Like mm -hmm. I, I tried the first time to just, completely stay 100% out of being on the show. Um, I wish I wouldn't have felt so pressured to, to, to be on the show pressured by the, I mean, like, I know she needed it. 
I know she needed me to be on the show. So I just felt like, hey, we're best friends. She's like my sister. Like, if I'm going to do something this drastic, you know, I guess I could do it for her, you know? Like, and, um, but I would have never wanted ever, if I could go back, I would have never, um, never been on the show. I don't think it would have changed things of what's going on right now because she would have still did the surgery. I would have still went into took care of her and she would still have the same attitude. So I don't think me being on the show or not would have really, yeah. Mm. Um, I just wish she wouldn't have changed. I just wish she would have stayed the same mm. people. There was a, there was a good side of her. Um, there was a good side of her and, um, it's sad to see how people change, mm. you know, and they do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that there's a saying that the people come into your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. Um, and you know, maybe it's, it's, you decide right in this, the situation, what that was for you. Um, is there anything that you want the fans to know about you, um, about your friendship with Angela, anything that you want them to know that they don't know? Um, no, like I said, there's some things you just got to keep to yourself. It's like, uh, you know, like when you have a friend and you know stuff and you promise you'll never say and that, uh, you know, you got to be woman enough to to keep it to yourself because mm -hmm. you you gave them your word as a friend. And even though we're not friends anymore, I still have to keep my word, you know, as a woman. Um, you know, you just have class. I just have to say. You have class. As a journalist, I like to uh, stay neutral and just ask the questions. But I will say this, that that how you present right now, interviewing you, is how you've presented on 90 Day when we've seen you on 90 Day. Um, as a supportive friend, um, you know, girl code there as well. And I appreciate that. As a female, I always talk about on my show and on the pages that I run, 90 Day, that you know, females support females and women support women, and I think that that's, that is a beautiful thing that that you are staying true to. Uh, in the same breath, also giving your side of the story because I think that um, had you not spoken, and I appreciate you coming on my my show to share your side, your side would never have been told, and the narrative that is out there and starting to go out there would have only been one-sided. So now we have your side and people can decide at the end of the day what they believe and, and who they believe. And at least they know at the end of the day why you decided to walk away from this friendship and the reasons behind it. And I think that that's important to, to know. Yeah, I prayed really hard about it um, because, you know, I, I do love her. So um, I, I prayed a lot. Um, about it before I ended the, the friendship. And then I, I needed some peace mm -hmm. and, um, and I knew I deserved better. And, um, everybody, all my family and friends are like, why do you put up with this, this and that? And, you know, you don't know what other people have been through, you know, there, you know, I've been through a lot too when I was younger, but, um, there's people that have had a rougher life. Mm -hmm. No, and I, I'm I'm very, very, very blessed. Like God has been really good to me, and I just want to be good to other people too, so I can continue to get yeah. my blessings. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So it's like I'm. I just want to thank like um, all my um, friends because I don't want to call them followers or whatever y'all call them on social media. Um, they're all my friends. And I always tell them any one of them can message me anytime they want. And I FaceTime them and I don't charge for FaceTiming or anything like that. Cause they're my friends. Whenever they want to talk, I will, I will answer my phone. Like I do. Yeah. Because you never know what's going on in their life and they yeah. might need someone to support them too. Yeah. You know, and we just all got to help out each other here. 
Yeah. You know, I'm that kind of person that if I know somebody needs help, um, I'm the one that always volunteers. Yeah, and, and you never know when you're going to bless someone and how you're blessing them. You know, a smile, a phone call, a FaceTime, you never know what someone else is going through and you never know how you're going to bless their day. So, yeah, I, I've been really blessed with them. so many yeah. friends. Like one was, one was taken away, but I gained so many more. Like, and all of them like filled my heart. Like they yeah. all, they all filled that emptiness, you know, that I had, and um, they all filled it. So now, now I'm good, you know. Yeah. I, I, I do wish Angela, you know, all the best. I, I do hope, you know, she she becomes successful, if not in that and something else. Um, I don't wish her any, 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 any bad at all. Um, I just hope she just quits slandering, you know, my name on uh, TikTok and and quit slandering my my husband and my grandbaby because that's not cool. I just want that to stop because I'm not putting her family out there because I would not stoop to that level. I don't, I would never do that, but I just want her to stop. If she's mad because, you know, I put it on social media that I ended the friendship and, you know, I answered a couple of questions. I'm sorry. Maybe she should answer a couple of questions too. And that might make her feel better. I don't know. Mm. I just hope that whatever she has to say about me, that she has proof to back it up. Mm -hmm. That's simple. Yeah. Because whatever she's going to say that I'm lying about, I'm going to show proof. But I want her to do the same thing. You know, she's yeah. got to do the same thing. Come on, we're all women here. We're not, you shouldn't have to make up lies to make yourself feel better or make yourself more relevant. Like you don't do that. Women don't do that. Women don't do that at all. And um, I wouldn't go make up something about her to make it up for what? What do I gain? What is she gaining? You know, maybe she's gaining followers by it, but I don't gain anything by it to go lie and, and um, to make her look bad or anything. I don't gain nothing. I'm not looking to be on TV. I'm not looking to be big on social media. I guess that's what she call it. Um, I'm not putting myself out there to for anything. I'm not looking for anything. I just want this to be gone. Yeah. To be over. I just want to end her friendship so I can end everything with her and with TLC and I'm, and I'm done. Let me live my life, you know? You know, I have uh, a new grandbaby that's going to be coming soon. And I have. Congratulations. So much, thank you. I have so much to look forward to. I have two daughters that are fixing to finish college and my son, you know, going to law school. And I have so much to look forward to. I don't need this negativity um, in my life or my children's life because this is this is affecting them also, you know. And um, we don't need that. She's used to all the drama, but I'm not. I, I'm not used to this stuff. And I don't want it, you know, once this is all done and everything's, you know, um, out in the clear, I might just take off my Instagram and keep my Facebook for my friends and, and family. Mm -hmm. And, and that's it, you know, cause I'm not, I only put up the Instagram because she had told me to, I still don't even know how to work it right. So I try to do what I can do. <laughs> that stuff doesn't interest me, you know? It, it, oh, we lost her again. She'll be back. This has been very insightful. You guys, very, very insightful. Um, there she is. I'm there sorry. you are. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's pretty much like it. You know, I'm yeah. just, I'm just a regular Texas woman here. That's it. That's it. Texas Longhorns, Longhorns. <laughs> um, you know, thank you so much for being on my show. Thank you for sharing your side. 
Uh, I think, again, like I said, it was very important to hear the other side of the story. So yeah. I appreciate you um, allowing mm -hmm. me to speak with you and get that other side. So thank you guys so, yeah. so very much, you guys. Make sure that uh, if you have any other questions, comments, that you leave your comments below, uh, message me, whatever it is that you want to do. And I just wish you the very, very best, Jojo. Thank you. Uh, I, think that, um, I think that your character is going to speak for itself. Thank you. And on that note, you guys, we will see you next time. Thank you so much for uh, this exclusive. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you next time. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.